eyes Butler. Butler turns, fires. It's good as the shot clock expires. Jimmy Butler, and it's a six-point lead. Hey, 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 how's it going, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. I'm your host, Gary, from hoopsandcards.com. So grateful to be with you today on this Monday as we begin a week of NBA excitement. Wait, actually, not much is happening, and that's kind of what we are here to talk about today. What do you do in the middle of the August doldrums, the lull, the there's nothing in the news unless somebody shows up and plays a pickup game and it goes viral because they got in a fight with DeJounte Murray. Like, not much is happening, collectors, investors. But I'm glad you're here, and this is some valuable time we can use for our benefit to buy some deals that maybe won't be around at the uh, start of the NBA regular season or to make some money on cards that look like terrific flips or great players to hold on to at an affordable price. So I am pumped to give you some ideas some things to do, pump some excitement back into the offseason. Let's get after it. Oh, no! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Hey, thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining us here at Hoops and Cards. Yeah, it's middle of August. Kevin Durant in the news again. I'm staying. I'm going. I'm staying. I'm going. I'm staying. I'm going. Okay. Okay, dude. You're Kevin Durant. Whatever. Uh, Basketball card investors and collectors. There are players like Kevin Durant and... uh, it's a very select small group of guys that I would say uh, are playing today. They were either included or considered in the NBA's top 75 of all time. Players that we would consider great and among the top 10 in the league today. So I'm going to use the dig on KD to bring up LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi, Steph, probably the Joker, probably Luka probably James Harden, a few other guys that you, you might be like, why didn't you include this guy? I, eventually I might've included your guy, but there are great players, great players that even though their value of their cards might go up or down or up or down, and they're down right now, by the way, <laughs> uh, as a basketball card investor, how long have you been doing this? How long have you been researching the prices of cards or budgeting to buy or trading up to buy cards, uh, specific cards, because if it's less than 12 months, less than a year, then, uh, there are some things that you, maybe you haven't experienced yet. Uh, the card market will have its gradual ups and downs and then moments where it just shoots up like the winter and spring of 2020 And then times when it feels like everything is crashing and the sky is falling like a year ago. (laughs) And I appreciate the input and the, the staying power of collectors, investors, dealers. And, uh, now we're seeing 
you know, more of us content creators that are with it for the long haul, that you've been doing this. And uh, sometimes when you buy a card, you're thinking not just, hey, can I sell this and make a profit? And how soon can I? <laughs> you know, some things are, you would classify as short-term flips. And we'll talk about those in a minute. But if you've been doing this for a while, if you've been following the NBA or buying and selling basketball cards, you know that some guys are just absolute guesses. Well, this is our 4G strategy here at Hoops and Cards. I just want to review it with you. I guess that that someday Jalen Noel, the backup two guard for Minnesota, has a chance to be a solid maybe even a high-scoring NBA player. I guess Oklahoma City has amassed a group of young players that will produce and be exciting to watch someday. I guess Cameron Thomas has uh, greatness in his future. If you don't know who Cameron Thomas is, he's a two-guard for... and plays some point guard for New Jersey. Brooklyn! Ah, Yeah, things change. Brooklyn! And uh, guesses whether they're a, a well-known prospect like Scotty Barnes or Evan Mobley, or a, a, you got to dig a little bit deeper and say Isaiah Joe, Brandon Boston Jr. You know who are these guys? Isaiah Jackson or any other Isaiahs you can think of? Basically, it's the Isaiah Club. It's the I, I invest. <laughs> Trying to make Apple jokes does not work here in 2022. There are players that are just guesses. Then there are good players good guys that you know they've got all-star caliber all-star worthy investments they've been in an all-star game or two their names are like Lamelo Ball and Darius Garland and even more accomplished guys that have done it for a little bit longer like Zach Levine and Joel Embiid but what about the next level greats that move from good to great because I think the good category is there's there's a lot of people in that I mean, you could probably list four Cleveland Cavaliers that, that I would say they're good players and good, decent players to invest in. But to be great, these are guys with staying power. These are guys that should be considered potential Hall of Famers. These are guys that have been multiple-time All-Stars, and uh, nobody's debating what they can do or that, that you should invest in, or it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> I shouldn't use the word good. Great players like Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, Donovan Mitchell. I'm struggling to think of a New York Nick right now, but none of them are coming to mind. Jimmy Butler. And then there's Goats, greatest of all times. These would be the top, very elite club. And, and usually when you say greatest of all time, you, that should be one person. That's why we have that big debate. LeBron or Michael? LeBron or Michael? Here's why I'm talking about guess good great goat is that right now in the middle of August what feels like the doldrums and everybody's buying baseball cards or showing some upside in football season starting soon Formula One uh, basketball card greats are at some very interesting prices some decent buying opportunities uh, what we've seen of a rookie card of Damian Lillard or Kawhi Leonard these are very affordable for once in, I almost said for once in my life, but there was a time in my life when Damian Lillard was not alive. So you can't really say that. You can't say for once in my life, Luka Doncic is affordable. Well, 
For once in my basketball card podcasting life, this feels true. And in the middle of your August blues, and you're like, man, I don't know if I could buy anything right now, but if you're going to talk about investments that, yeah, that, that, that might be a smart buy. That's where I would look at PSA 10 cards. So high grade PSA 10, HGA 10, BGS 9.5, you know, the high grade on great players, rookie cards. I'm talking about you, Dirk Nowitzki. I'm talking about you, Dwayne Wade. I'm talking about you, Joker, Embiid. You name your guy, insert name there. (laughs) Those are decent investments right now because they're down in value. And not just down from two years ago when everything was fire. They're down from a year ago when the market had already corrected. And it just happens to be like out of season, you know? And people are chasing the shiny new prisms and the Cade Cunninghams. And I, I don't know why, you know, as a, as a collector or investor or as an NBA fan, I would be so pumped up about Scotty Barnes to the point where I would, I would ignore three other better players on his own team. Can I say that much? I mean, when Toronto really got humming this past season, it was because Pascal Siakam was playing like an MVP. And Brandon Ingram is a great bargain right now, which is totally not what I was talking about. Jalen Brown. Oh my, Jason Tatum. This is what I'm saying to you guys. Just go to your cardladder.com. Go to your sports cards investor. Go to your nooffseason.com with Paul and say, all right, I'm looking at the rankings and I see great players in that top 10, that top 20. And maybe you've used the hoops promo code and gotten 50% off that first month at nooffseason.com like I would do. Hello. That's great content. They recommend not just players and rankings, but specific cards you can get into if you're like, yep, uh, maybe now's the time to buy some Zion. Personally, if I was a Zion guy, I would buy some Zion right now, but I'm not a Zion guy. If you listen to me long enough, like the, the, the beauty of basketball, the beauty of the NBA is there might be 20 greats at any given moment to invest in, but because I'm just not a fan of Golden State, I don't have to buy Steph Curry. I don't. I don't care what Market Movers says about the last year and a half of Steph Curry. We're rookies. I'm just not a Golden State guy. So, I, And I don't have to be. Nobody says you have to be. Pick your favorites. There's probably a few greats and maybe even a couple goats. Are you Kobe? Are you LeBron? Are you Michael? Are you Shaq? Like, what player? Giannis. Ahem. <clears throat> is going to be in that conversation eventually. So you might as well warm up to it. You heard it here first. I can't believe he said it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, baby. And I'm not from Milwaukee. I'm no Sam Dunks. I didn't grow up with Milwaukee Bucks antlers in my crib. That would have been weird. <laughs> is that what they do? Like, if you're an Ohio State football fan, you're... you're uh, born and they give you a football. If, if you're born in Milwaukee, do they give you like a pair of antlers? All right. Enough Milwaukee humor that I just suck at, but I just thought I'd throw that out there. I think it's a good time to buy greats. I think that's one way to, to fight the doldrums. And there may be players that you just, you love and you know, they're good. You know, their cards have been good. You can look at the card ladder graph and say, Hey man, uh, six months ago, this Luca card or this John Morant card, this used to be, look at it. And now it's down 40%. 
Well, it's not because that guy all of a sudden stinks or the cards aren't interesting. It's it's because it's the off season, and uh, people sold out of those cards to buy baseball. There's a there's a a group of people, a large influencing group in the market that they move from sport to sport to sport. You know what? I don't really do that. I might talk about quarterbacks, but I like to buy low and sell high. So, greats, this is your opportunity. Hey, guys. Oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Hey, so this next segment of Hoops and Cards brought to you by the Taco Bell $2 burrito. I'm about to just down. I'm just about to crush that and slam that. They have that $2 menu and they're not paying me to say this. I'm just telling you because that's what I did. I went through the drive-thru and uh, I did that on another episode and recorded it and I got so many complaints. Just kidding. None of you complained. You guys rock. That wasn't a Taco Bell commercial. That was a segue to say how awesome our audience is. Do you know that like 13% of Hoops and Cards listeners are from Australia? Did you know that we have listeners in Singapore, Vietnam, Guam, and the Philippines? Did you know that we have listeners in Cuyahoga Falls? Did you know that Cuyahoga Falls is actually mispronounced Cuyahoga Falls by some people? Yeah, people in Barberton say that. I mean, I'm not going to argue with them. They're from Barberton. What are you going to do? So anyway, segue into uh, another thought that has to do with great players and those bargains that I mentioned to you would be the opportunity for a flip. And let's just say a flip would be you buy a card now, you sell it in under, I mean, sometimes I thought that meant like sell it in the next three hours or three days or three weeks. But I think a, I think a short-term flip can be up to three months. I don't know. I've, I haven't looked, I didn't like look it up at dictionary.com. A flip just says, I'm not holding on to this card. All right. Somebody offers me a profit, I'm taking it. So you bought a card for a hundred bucks, you listed it on eBay or on your whatever you do, you PWCC auctioneers that love that stuff. You listed it and you your goal was I'm gonna make 25%. I'm gonna sell it for 125 bucks. I'm gonna buy it at a hundred and I've looked at the charts. This will probably sell to somebody for 150 in the next three months. So I'm gonna list it at 150 and see if it sells right? Or see if see what offers I get. Or if I get watchers, I'm going to send them an offer and say, deal. Um, there are flipping opportunities right now. And, and I would recommend not just the great players. I would recommend what I've been doing personally. And it's worked for me with quarterbacks. Now I'm going to try it with greats in the league or the association. The league is NFL. The association is the NBA just so we get that clear. I'm going to buy guys that people are buying and selling constantly. And I know we've all learned the last year and a half, we don't love base cards as much as we love parallels and silvers. We don't love those as much as we love numbered cards. We don't love those as much as we love numbered graded autos. We don't love, there's always going to be more. I'm looking for the things that are buying and selling at a rapid pace. And sometimes that's the base card. So like John Morant, I think he's good and going to be great. Most people are paying as if he's already great, believing in him, right? I think he's going to be one of those guys that as next season rolls around, August rolls into September, into August, into November, people are going to be excited to buy John Morant cards. Like just the average NBA fan who hasn't done anything about 
card letter. They may not even know who Darius Garland is, okay? They may have forgotten that R.J. Barrett exists. They may think DeJounte Murray is a small forward for the Clippers. No, that was Lamont Murray in 1998. This is now, and people know the big names. Some people just know Ja, Luca, Zion, LeBron, Curry, Kobe, KD. Like they don't, especially when they collect, they think like, I, why wouldn't I want to buy the best players or the biggest names? So sometimes I'm, I'm looking at guys for a flip that I don't want to hold that card long-term. But I think, man, if I bought a Zion PSA 10 Prism right now and I could make 50 bucks on that flip by November, maybe you do that with five of those cards and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, this is fun. Uh, that's what I'm looking at. And the cards, the two players I've zeroed in on because I don't know about you, but this has happened to me before where I bought a card thinking I could probably resell it soon and then something happens, you know? Uh, I buy a, buy a LeBron card thinking his team's going to go to the finals again and then boom, Anthony Davis gets injured and boom, Russell Westbrook sucks and boom, Taylor Horton Tucker reminds all of us why he didn't get picked till the end of the first round or whatever. Like something else happens to fix, you know, to, to mess with that guy's situation and uh, the card just doesn't flip. So I end up holding it for longer term or selling it at a loss. And, and so I am looking to guys that you know, hey, if I get stuck with that card past that three-month threshold of flip definition, um, I'm actually okay with holding it. And I'll give you two examples of guys maybe in the guess or borderline good players. Jaron Jackson Jr., Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I have their rookie cards. I have silver rookie cards. I have graded silver rookie cards. Oh, do I have the Shea's? and the Jarens, all the Jarens who my Alexa affectionately calls Yaren. I love it, love it. Yaren Jackson Jr. Uh, I'm just willing to hold those players' cards for a while because I believe in them long-term. Well, who are the greats or borderline greats that I'm saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not willing to put a lot of money out there on Zion and then find out that, oh, he's got plantar fasciitis again and, oh, he pulled this ligament and, oh, he doesn't want to play in this team. Like... Sorry, dude. I'd rather buy Anthony Edwards because I think long-term, that dude is hungry. He's going to be an awesome scoring talent. And the T-Wolves said, we're going to the playoffs. Give me Rudy Gobert. Give me Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. I like Anthony Edwards. PSA 10 bases for a flip. I like John Morant. Big shocker. PSA 10s for a flip. I don't even care if it's NBA hoops. The, The deals on those kind of cards right now are like, are you kidding me? Like, did we just go to a thrift shop? Am I buying like lobster tail at Aldi today? We're getting deals on great players, base PSA 10 cards, or maybe not their base. I actually like the other colors. I like the immaculate to 99 rookies. I like the RPAs, revolutions per association. No, rookie patch auto. You people don't know your acronyms. I'm the guy from Akron. I'm the acronym. <laughs> oh, crap. I just lost like half of our audience. The rest of you, thanks for staying on because I do recommend, I'm actually going to do this. I'm looking at PSA 10 base cards of great players that I'd be willing to hold if it doesn't flip. But you know what? I think it's going to flip. I totally think 
these will be some good flipping up. What is going on? I totally think these are good flipping opportunities. And uh, so that's why I'm saying it. I mentioned the guys I like the most, but think of who people are pumped about next season as they head towards the NBA and the marquee games on Christmas. Why did the NBA pick those? Because they know those players stand out and they sell. They sell tickets. They win fantasy championships for their teams. Good luck with yours. And they also make card collectors like me and you some dough, some cash, some euros. What, what's your Copex? What are you using over there? Pesos? That's in, the, that's in the mix too. Let me move on and say you probably heard about the documentary coming out. The Dream Team. The Redeem Team, actually. 2008. Apparently, LeBron and D. Wade are producing, and it's going to roll out before the NBA season starts. I'm excited about it. I want you to know nobody is saying that this is going to be like the last dance because I think that was a unique moment culturally and globally for the NBA as we were all shut down to watch and relive the Jordan years with the Chicago Bulls. That was that was unique, and that made Jordan cards. That, that helped the basketball card boom that was going on during 2020. I mean, that was that was a unique moment. So don't expect, please don't expect uh, any of these Showtime or the, the Redeem team, any of these other uh, documentaries or TV series, you know, just because Hard Knocks is on doesn't mean that everybody's buying Houston Texans cards. Like, yeah, it, no, this is... But I do think for culturally and for card collectors and investors... We're all going to be drawn to watch it. It's going to remind us of just how amazing some of those players were in their prime. Kobe Bryant, I, I think, you know, I've been wondering, will there be another moment to look forward to? I mean, we've grieved. He's been inducted to the Hall of Fame. Those kinds of things, those those jumps. This could be another one where we all remember how great Kobe was. And what a legacy he is and he's left behind. So I think there could be some legacy buy and sell opportunities. I feel the same way about Dwayne Wade. He's going into the Hall of Fame. And uh, yeah, I also think LeBron James. We'll see what a versatile, um, you know, legend he is and was. And you, you need to approach this, this documentary with, wait a minute. We're not just watching episodes and victories and gold medals with LeBron James. LeBron is producing and overseeing this project. And um, he's going to just keep doing that kind of stuff, or his companies will, for the rest of our lives, you guys. So it's just one more jewel in the crown for King James. And uh, I, I think there could be some some stabilizing or some upside in LeBron cards as a result of it. So I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes, but the time to get in on those kind of cards, if you're looking for a short-term gain is, is right now, maybe it was yesterday, but it's right now. It's not wait till the, the, the episodes drop on Netflix. It's not, you know, wait until you've watched it all and you really like it. Uh, it's, it's now. And those are guys I'd be willing to buy and hold for a while. So anyway, uh, I like that. I like that. We've got some excitement brewing y'all in the NBA, even in the doldrums of August. I got the email yesterday from the Cleveland Cavaliers, my rep who hooks me up with uh, free bobbleheads. Thank you. Thank you so much for those. I'm not saying who he is because then everybody else is gone. But I did get my um, my 10-game plan 
for games with the Cavaliers. And, um, you know, they let us exchange into other games, which is great. I live less than an hour from Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, so I'm excited to get up there for a few. I'll probably sell some tickets to friends or online there at SeatGeek. SeatGeek. Geek. And, uh, but I did get 10 games that I like. And uh, it's funny, I didn't want to look at the games myself first, so I had my son read off the names, and the first name he mentioned was the Philadelphia 76ers. And I was like, this is Christmas in August. His exploits are legendary. Maxie steps into a long three and hits it. Just when he needs a bucket, Tyrese Maxie delivers. I'm sorry. Was I sitting with you guys yesterday when I told you that Tyrese Maxey was going to be the most important player in a Philadelphia uniform? Did you guys forget that? Look, Maxey is so dynamic. He does his both ends of the floor. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening today. It's been a uh, great episode to uh, be with you and think about priorities and opportunities right now here in August as a basketball card collector, investor, I mean, and a fan too. I love all the posts that I see in the offseason. I enjoy the speculation and the possibilities, but I got to be honest when it comes to investing my money, I want to have, I want to have some sort of a rationale, a game plan. I have, I have, uh, yeah, a limited amount of resources and lots of opportunities here for uh, profit, to have fun, to make friends. So thank you so much for listening. Hey, and I want to remind you, all of you are invited to join us over at Hoops Plus. That is our next level supporters, membership platform, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Those people that sign up, they get extra podcasts from us. They get an e-newsletter each month. You get uh, to be a part of our Discord community on some of our exclusive chats and a chance to win prizes every month. So that's a blast. Hoops Plus, that is uh, over at anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe. Would love for you to join Hoops and Cards. If you forget this, the notes are in my show notes, the link anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe. And another resource that you've heard me talk about already, nooffseason.com. Paul over at nooffseason.com has generously given all of us listeners, all of you at uh, in hoops and cards world, wherever you are at, even you people in Barberton, you can get 50% off, 50% off your first month of the premium content over at nooffseason.com with the promo code HOOPS. And again, they keep it current. They get specific. They recommend sp- specific cards. <laughs> specific cards for all the sports and uh, opportunities to collect and get better as an investor. So use the code HOOPS over at nooffseason.com, the sports card strategy show. Those guys are doing great work. So grateful for that. And for the rest of us, hey, I hope you have an awesome weekend. Can't wait for our next few episodes. Got some exciting stuff coming out, but I don't want to spoil it. Hope you have an awesome week. Let me know of your deals. Hit me up. My new email address. Bo, that's big news. New email, Gary at hoopsandcards.com. Gary at hoopsandcards.com. So shoot me your feedback, your ideas. Give us a positive review on Apple and Spotify and all that stuff. And why am I still talking? Peace out. Hope you guys have an awesome week. See ya. Bye.
Take care now. Bye-bye then.